Hello, and welcome to episode 90 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have John Carpenter's The Thing from 1982. A classic, which, you know, even though it was a flop at the time, but we'll get into that. Um, but now I, I, it's definitely considered one of the best horror films of all time. Did you know anything about this I mean, piece I, of cinema, I've, Matthew? I've, I've heard it. I've heard of and this it. is a remake too of a fifties movie too. So I've heard of this movie. Mm-hmm. I never went out of my way to see it, but boy, am I glad I got to see it now. I mean, awful effects, just the worst. Where's the where's the CGI when you need it? They need it. This is where they need Marvel. Oh my god! <laughs> so actually, let me bring this up now. So they did a prequel in two thousand eleven, starring. Marvel? <laughs> uh, yes, starring our girl Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who we just talked about in Black Christmas, and it like follows the the Norwegians. Okay. So, but then they had like all these amazing practical effects, like this movie, mm-hmm. which you can find a lot of behind the scenes footage of that. But then the studio thought it would be a good idea to put CGI over all of those amazing, beautiful effects. Mm. So yeah, that movie doesn't have its fans. What the fuck? <laughs> how's the story? How's this? Let's waste more money and make it look worse. How's Only this? in Hollywood. So how's the story in the prequel? Is it is it at least okay? Does it make sense? I think it makes sense. It's just pretty mediocre. Those effects, though, would have made it a lot better, obviously. Yeah. More watchable. It's not the worst movie ever, even as is now. Mm-hmm. But it's just completely forgettable. Yeah. It's like, why not, why not just watch the Original, the amazing well, original, kind of original, the the, the John Carpenter the, one, the John Carpenter original. Yeah. So you've heard of this movie? Yes. So. I never, I never knew what it was about though. I just like the thing, like that was it. And Did you obviously, know Kurt like Russell the, was in it. Do you know Kurt Russell? Have I've, we covered any Kurt Russell film? I don't think we have. Oh, yeah, your favorite, Death Proof. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, he's a uh, Mike. Yes, um, that's right. Yeah, and you know, this isn't my favorite. John Carpenter, Kurt Russell team up. That would be Big Trouble in Little China, which might not be quite horror, but you know, I'm sure you'll allow it eventually. Um, because <laughs> I love it. But yeah, I, I do like this movie a lot. Like, obviously, I think it has some of the best practical effects of all time that hold mm. up. But it's not one that like I'll watch all the time. There's a lot of testosterone in this movie, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, I like my female final girl, my final girl action moment. Not that I'm saying I wish this movie had that because I think it it does work. You thought it would have been better with an all female cast is what you're saying. We needed Mary Elizabeth Winstead like (laughs) in the prequel, but no, I see why they went that way. It's just for me, my personal taste, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't find this movie super rewatchable, but whenever Mm -hmm. I do watch it, like for this podcast, I'm like, oh yeah, this movie's a banger. I wasn't sure how you would feel. I thought maybe you would think it was too slow because it kind of takes its time a little bit, right? I was I was into it from like from the beginning. It was great. I, I well, was. I mean that score even like the don't oh that sets the tone, sets so great good. mood. Oh my god! Every I this is probably gotta be in like my top five that we've done. Honestly, easy. Holy shit! I feel like it. Yeah, it was. Just everything about this, I love. It's no one a stranger calls two thousand six, but no. it's close. It's 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 maybe maybe needed, sli- toned down. You from know, that. we need it was Jill Johnson. Then it would have really elevated. Not reacting it. to the titular the thing, um, <laughs> but yeah, obviously 
this is John Carpenter. This is like his first big budget studio film. Um, like one, I can't remember what the exact budget was, but one point five million went to the effects alone. Jeez. So that's why they go off. Um, but yeah, at the time, you know, like like I said, this movie got bad reviews flopped at the box office um like the critics were just like this is just gore for gore's sake there's no story here another great reason why i loved it all the gore the practical gore yeah i i like my gore you know sometimes i it's too much for me it depends Mm -hmm. on the movie like this movie it makes sense to me maybe in something like black christmas 2006 (laughs) i could have them calm down a bit a little less eyeballs. Creature features. Yeah. Gore. Right. Give me gore. Makes you sense. have a creature. It's going to be destructive. It's going to be <laughs> a little bit destructive. But yeah, it's just crazy like how how this movie like, you know, on home video and it aired on TV a lot like became a classic after the fact. Because mm-hmm. now it has like, I think like 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. So it should so, be higher. So but, it found its its audience. Yeah, like, you know, like I said, it's definitely considered one of the best horror films of all time now. And it's also pretty fun, too, when you go back to the original Halloween, if you remember little Lindsay Wallace and her babysitter were watching the original The Thing. Mm. So, like, full circle moment. And actually, in Halloween ends in the opening scene, which was the best scene in that movie, um, <laughs> the very um, divisive movie. Is it divisive or divisive? Divisive. Uh, divisive. Okay. Um, <laughs> I never know. Uh, our boy Corey Cunningham, everybody's fave. Yep. Like he's watching John Carpenter's The Thing. Wow, look at that. That's pretty clever. Yeah. Um and I know like a few years back Blumhouse was going to do I don't know if it was like an, a remake. I thought I read it was going to be more of an adaption of I think this is based on a book. Um but I haven't heard anything about that, so maybe they dropped it. Mm-hmm. We're probably better off, let's be honest. <laughs> Sorry Blumhouse. But yeah, top five for you. I would say easily in the top five for sure. It's a great film. It is a great film. It's got see, it's got it's got gore. It's got action. But, it's got suspense. But is there any females? No, I'm just kidding. They could have had. A, they could have the had dog, like maybe one of the dogs was. Even those were all males. They could have had like maybe like a some female scientist there something. It's know the descent. This though, you know, great like, film. Um, some people say like movies pair well with each other. Yeah, this followed by the descent would be a banger of a night. That that's a great you double know, feature. Like, yeah. That two very similar no. movies, one all male, one all female. That at a drive-in, that'd be awesome. I feel like double feature at a drive-in. I just want that drive-in experience. Or you can watch Deep Impact followed by Armageddon, or Volcano followed by Dante's Peak. Do you know any of these? I don't know those. You never heard of Armageddon? I've heard of it. I've never Smith seen song? it. Okay. <laughs> Is that the... You, what about Deep Impact starring T. Leone and our boy Elijah Wood? Don't know Deep Impact. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely the more drama-y of the meteor crashing to Earth films. Mm-hmm. Like, while Armageddon was Michael Bay just lets, you know, explode things as he does. Um, <laughs> but we're not here to talk about asteroids and T. Leone. Not this, not this episode. Maybe a future episode. Do you want us to do Jurassic Park 3 with T. Leone's horrible haircut? Let us know. But we open up with a spaceship crashing to Earth. Looks Pretty very, simple. Looks it very looks Star trek I think it'll look good, though. I like it. It just, it just reminds me of like Star Trek, just the, like the, how the effects were. Yeah, and the, the title card, iconic. with The score, like we said, so good. So dramatic. It's almost like our logo. 
right? <laughs> we stole from, from John Carpenter. <laughs> Does it tell us when that we see that spaceship crash, though? Like, in the beginning? It doesn't, right? We just see no, the spaceship crash. Don't they imply later, or somebody says it looks years. like this has been here for, like, thousands yeah. of years. So I'm assuming it was a long, long time ago. I wish we had that, like, little maybe brief intro about it, like, 5,000 years ago. Everything. Well, I mean, we get it later on, but just for, like, a time frame-wise, because... No, we need that mystery. Which we get. We get a lot of mystery in this movie. Like, why are they hunting this dog? This seems... I seems... do like how this movie... I mean, I don't like watching a husky, which is my favorite dog. No shade to my own dogs. They're beautiful. Like, we open up... Yeah, this poor husky is getting shot at. But I do like that we're, we're opening up with, like, stuff already going on it's not like we're not following the norwegians like yeah in the, like in the um yeah fuck the norwegians the fucking prequel <laughs> um yeah <laughs> if you're from Nord- can i call them nords i don't know if we can nord vpn sponsor <laughs> Spons- us <laughs> speaking we, of no, nords i love the thanks shout out to our sponsor no yeah, just kidding <laughs> i love the norwegian but i just like the fact that it's not like because they this movie could have just been the ship crash they find it yeah shit ensues but it's like this is already going on and we're like why are they shooting at this dog mm-hmm. like there is a mystery it makes it more interesting from I, the jump i honestly thought like this first i thought this was a wolf right and i'm like oh. i think it's i think that might be part wolf i read are they I, I thought they were like oh is this maybe what they do in like the north or like or antarctica or wherever they are it's so like, cute how it's hopping in the snow yeah it's pretty adorable but I thought maybe that that's what they used for food. They were running low. I was like, okay, I guess they're going to kill this poor dog. But it's really sad, but I guess. I'd prefer them not to. Justice for this dog. Because this dog's the thing. This dog's a good boy, too. Well, I went, well the, the until actor. he starts killing all his fucking the animal dog. friends. Oh, the actor, the actor dog, dog deserved an Oscar. He did. Or she did. I like this chess game that Kurt Russell is playing that's like, so retro six bit. I don't yeah. <laughs> chess wizard. Chess wizard is iconic. <laughs> and when he loses, he just he just puts his drink in it and breaks this machine, though. I'm like, geez, man. Imagine how much this must have cost too back in what? Uh, oh, they give us like 80, is it 80s. Yeah, it must be the 80s where we are yeah. right now. We're, yeah, because this is 1982. I think it also takes place in 1982. Yeah, I think so. Say, yeah. Right? yeah. This reminds me of like. When, I mean, this isn't quite the same amount of money, but like I remember losing at Street Fighter Two and throwing my Genesis controller and breaking it. You broke your Genesis got, controller. It was so hard playing up against Ryu. I was so mad. You were you weren't ready for his fireball Hadokens. His Hadokens can eat shit. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, maybe we should cover the Street Fighter movie. Some people would say it's horror. Uh, <laughs> The uh, live action one, yeah, yeah. The, with John Claude Van Damme. There's like a live action one. There's an an, there's like animated movies too. There's a whole animated TV series which I I loved as a kid. They did a they like milked the shit out of Street Fighter, which who could blame them? Street Fighter is iconic, but Ryu can fuck off. Um, <laughs> okay, so what is this facility? What are they doing here? I have no clue. I don't think they Science? ever. Yeah, I think it's just like a research facility of some sort. Well, they didn't do a very good job because they didn't find this fucking um, spaceship. And I, well, like like our friends, the Nords. And I have no idea what they're researching either or if it even is a research facility or if it's some oil rig. I don't think so because I don't think I'll you do really oil. I feel really bad if they explain all this and I missed it. So don't come for me <laughs> in my DMs. Just adds another layer of mystery to it. That's what you're looking yes, for. Well, we have 
lots and lots of men who I only know a few of them, to be honest with you. Of course, Kurt Russell. Is it McReady or McReady? Can I just call him Mac? McReady. 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 Oh, McReady. McReady, I think it is. I'll just call him Kurt Russell. Kurt. Um, I know him. I know Wilford Brimley because he's the diabetes guy. Is that the do- or the scientist? Uh, mm-hmm. Blair? Yeah. No way. He's the, di- he's the diabetes guy? Yeah. Wow. And I know the guy who was in the it miniseries i think but i don't even know what his character name is or what his job is i think he might have been in charge of the dogs um oh kurt maybe is it like the the taller guy who's like talks a little slower he's kind of bigger on the bigger side on the bigger side we'll get to i don't know we'll get to people okay but it did make me laugh when this nord (laughs) can i say that this norwegian (laughs) He throws the bomb behind him, like, because that's something I would do. Like, I just know it. Like, <laughs> you had one job. It just seems like it, that wasn't the best decision to even maybe launch a bomb right next to your only escape and then just open fire on a bunch of people randomly. I know you're trying to. Sh- I know this. He's probably thing. been through it, though. Yeah. Because he's pr- they probably had this whole adventure that these guys have over there. We saw the prequel, did they? <laughs> yeah, but does that even count? Because it's not like they had that idea in mind. Yeah, no, that definitely doesn't. Oh, I hope the prequel ends with the. You the want to holo- watch it? Don't I just you? Want, I just hope it ends with like the dog running away and then the I, helicopter going. I think it did. It was just a nice intro. I, I'm pretty this. sure it did. It was like a post credit scene. Oh, okay. Marvel could never. So yeah, the the uh, Norwegian ma- Norwegian scientist will call him. Just start shooting at the dog, trying to hit it. The dog's being a cute little dog, a cute, bi- cute, big dog, and just like get, like jumping on one of the people, giving them licks, and then runs away. And then is it Blair who shoots the Norwegian man? Because he's got a pistol, right? Is he one of the scientists? Like he just like shoots him through the window. Yeah, that makes me laugh. Di- too. Diabetes guy. I think. No, it was I him. don't think it's diabetes. No, no, that's it's not. not diabetes guy's not. The, not the guy you're thinking of. He's the one they lock up. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a gun too. Diabetes guy has a gun. He's got a revolver, I okay, believe. Sure, but this poor Norwegian gets shot. Even though had they let him do what he wanted to do, well, we wouldn't have a movie. But all these guys would have their lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going back to the score. It just kind of like almost reminded me of like a heartbeat. Like oh boom, yeah, boom, it's boom, just. Boom. It just gives you like that sense of dread. Yeah. You're like, shit's going to go down. So somehow they realize this guy's from the other camp, right? I don't know if it's just like his clothes or his outfit. I don't really remember that part about it. He's dressed like a Norwegian. (laughs) Like a Norwegian would. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. He was styling, you know? So then they go check out uh, the the Norwegian camp and see it's been like torched. It's all, yeah, it's all a hot mess. Which you can see how it became a hot mess if you mm-hmm. watch that 2011 prequel with the uh, bad CGI. And of course, like they kind of give us a hint that the, something's up with this dog, because they have the the quick scene where the dog just kind of goes off on its own, and like goes to someone who we don't know. We just see their shadow. That's so good. And then just how cuts it away. Fades to black. Yeah, I like. I like those fades. There's a lot of fades. A lot of fade to whites. Which I stand a fade oh, to white. Okay. Not many movies do it. Friday Thirteenth Two does it. Mm-hmm. Justice for Mark in his wheelchair. But yeah, there's 
there's some good fades in this movie and i also like frozen blood i thought that was very cool on the bodies well it is cool it's cold as fuck but <laughs> and you know like you said this is i feel like this is just a lost art these practical effects like just how they, they come across the the one scientist like you said he's got the blood dripping down just his throat slit aren't like this anymore like even the look of the movie it's beautiful you got dean cundy coming back from halloween the cinematographer he also did the cinematography for jurassic park like this movie's like ass nowadays and they mm-hmm. sound ass <laughs> and this movie also very much reminded me kind of like of alien such so oh, picking, yeah, picking people up like one, one by one you know which this obviously is alien was great. on earth basically <laughs> and then they find this like ice box thing and like this weird body like outside in the snow it's like it's got two heads right something like that when they finally unearth it or like they finally examine it and you see that get a full shot of it but they end up dissecting it and realize there's like human organs in there pretty funky and there. and of course the dog is like watching them come back too very suspiciously but yeah this huge like creature thing that they bring back is just like terrifying to look at it's just creepy it's got all these limbs creepy even before it starts moving around later mm-hmm. like i can't believe the guy who did this did these effects i think it's rob Botten or Botine, like he was 21 years old when he did this movie like you can only I wasn't go doing up. shit with Jeez. my life he good job rob we just got to cover his movies from now on <laughs> so probably most people's least favorite scene in the movie yeah i watched some like youtube reactions to this mm-hmm. movie and this part is not well received usually it's upsetting it is. But I, I love how it goes from like zero to 60 so quick, though, like how fast the dog turns. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So like I I started watching this for a little bit and then I had to step away and I was like, OK, I had to do something else. So then I had to come back and I was like, let me just start from the beginning. And it just went by like so much faster than like I think I realized at first. But by the time we get to this scene and everything starts going down, I'm like hooked at this point. They got you. I'm like, holy shit. They went so far so quick. I just think it's really cool from like just a, a dog training perspective too. Like you have a dog ripping off. Like, to me, that was the like the, the hardest thing to watch was that dog trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Like, and I felt d- bad for the dog. Obviously, it was nothing like major. Yeah. Like, he's getting like sprayed down. I just felt bad for the actor dog. I hope he got a lot of treats after. Oh. I'm like this poor thing. I wonder if the, those can't. I don't. I don't know. I wonder if those are actual dog cries or they like had to add them in later on. It was eighty two. It's probably real. No, just kidding. They probably like, um, were like scaring. This her. isn't Cannibal Holocaust. We won't get into <laughs> that mess. Justice for that turtle. Oh, so here's so do do we want to like reveal who it probably was right now? Spoilers from this movie from nineteen eighty two. So yes. so like. I didn't go back to check it out because I was like, I don't want to ruin the viewing experience. But early on, someone says to the dog handler, oh, put that dog with the other dogs. And then when that person said that, I I was like, okay, whatever. And then I realized later on, oh, that person probably was the infected one from like the very first scene. Was it though? I don't know. Was that the guy? Do you remember that? No. You don't remember that? No. I was going to ask you to see if you remember. There's too many men. I can't remember who can't, did what. Can't all... Now you know how I feel with every movie when there's all these characters. Right. <laughs> so you have all these dogs like whimpering and screaming, but it seems like it takes a little while for people to figure out that, oh shit, they're in trouble. We should do something. They kind of take their time. Like, come on. And then you have like the, 
the thing trying to turn into like a dog and you get a, that shot of like the hybrid like thing dog it the dog so thing good. oh yeah and this monster is big like it reveals itself it's like huge and i'm surprised it you got so much of it this early yeah but i, I like though how in each scene it looks a little bit different yeah like you know it's not just one one note like it's like I said, it's it's different each time. It depends on like who it who it's imitating and all that. Like mm-hmm. it's just it just makes it interesting in each scene because it's a little different. You know? mm-hmm. But I thought it was clever how because I'm pretty sure the guy who had put the dog with the other dogs was infected. I don't know. I'm pretty sure how the thing knew to take out the dogs. Like it knew the other dogs knew it, it was but it's not gotta, real. This thing's got to be smart. Oh yeah, it is. I mean, they fly a spaceship. Oh yeah. Although I feel like, okay, we're not going to talk about the prequel anymore. Um, <laughs> this is a, the the prequel and say, John Carpenter podcast episode. The, the thing in the who whoever was piloting the spaceship mm-hmm. does it necessarily have to be the thing, or could this have been something like an experiment or something they picked up along the way? I would have thought an experiment, but no, because then we have the thing building a flying saucer later on. So. Maybe so both. It's got to be intelligent. Maybe both, or like if it can imitate someone, right? Like it imitated a person to build it, though. Yes, right? exactly. So maybe like it doesn't know how to build it, but it like at some point it imitated a person who knew how to build it. Maybe, or maybe this is all explained in the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. We're just gonna do the prequel next episode. Fuck it. We cancel <laughs> this episode right now. We're just gonna, we're gonna we're watching we're, the. Pre- the, the we'll, movie we really want to talk about. Then, we're, yeah, we're going to watch that, and then we'll get back into this one. Okay, let's talk about Kurt Russell's hat. It's ridiculous. It's, it seems like it's maybe more Western than Antarctica. It's like, here we go, Scary Movie 3, when the sheriff lady, her hat in each shot gets bigger and bigger, and then eventually <laughs> she can't fit it in her cop car. Like, that was this hat. Every scene, it got a little bit bigger. Yeah, he just needed more of... Something he's I don't still know. Like rocked it though, because he's Kurt Russell. Good for you, Kurt. Good for you, McReady, McReady, McCready, McRib, <laughs> McRib, McRib. Yes. Have you ever had a McRib? I've had one once, and it was probably two or three years ago. Remember they brought it back for like a little. I can't remember how long ago no, it was. Like we're not gonna bring it back. We're not gonna bring it back. Six months later, here it's it back. is, bitches. You asked for it. Well, you told us it wasn't gonna come back. It's disgusting. Um, <laughs> it's a guilty it pleasure. It tastes like the thing. <laughs> yeah. the McRib, it's a guilty pleasure. The McRib the, meat is the meat from the thing. <laughs> That's how it's infecting everyone the around the world. Is the Black Christmas 2006 <laughs> of fast food. So you're you're right though. It is very hard to follow like all of these different guys, like their names and like what each one does, because it seems like honestly some of them are pretty expendable. Like only of them, a few of them have like super important roles. Even Kurt Russell. Like it's it's a pretty understated performance, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's nothing too, I don't know. There's not not too many characters that like pop in this movie. I'm not saying that as a negative, right? Because it feels more real. I think, yeah, you know that they're not necessarily all stereotypes. That right. they're just like regular guys. So, in that way too, it kind of reminds me of the original Alien, where it's just like these working class people. Although I guess we got some scientists here that probably making fuck. Um, <laughs> who would win in a fight? These scientists or the crew of the Nostromo? <laughs> oh, it's like that question: like who would win in a fight, cavemen or s- astronauts? The Eternal debate. 
That's a question. Mm-hmm. I feel like astronauts would definitely win. They don't have the brute force of cavemen. But I feel like cavemen were just smaller. You're calling them dumb shits, <laughs> basically. But you, you never watched that series where they had they put were put like, what if a Shaolin monk fought a samurai? I guess that's I maybe not, not your cup of tea. I have not seen <laughs> As I say that out loud, that I might not, not be your cup of this tea. Show. Oh, it was great back in the day. Yeah, they'd have come up with all these hypotheticals, then you'd see like a live action, oh, like two actors reenact a battle. It was pretty cool. I can't remember what it was. I feel like Ripley would kick Kurt Russell's ass she's from got, this movie. She's got the mech. Like he's pretty chill. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she'll fuck him up. And he's not. He doesn't seem to be the the best leader. I would say, He's which is mid, which is fine. Like I want, so I want a leader who well, isn't that why not he great. takes the job as leader. He's like, we need somebody a little bit more chill. Yeah. Child. I remember childs. Yep. But not even like, it's not even his chill attitude that makes him a bad leader. It's just that he can't, it's hard for him to unify everyone and get everyone to just trust him. So like, but a go- it's hard. Like how, you can't trust anybody because whatever they say is just going to be what the thing wants you to believe. Right. That's why, like, whenever somebody in these movies is like, no, it's not me. I promise. I'm like, just don't talk. Like, <laughs> that's what the thing would say. The one thing, like, I'm just trying to like think of other ways they could have maybe not. They could have gotten out of this. The only other thing you could have done is just you all hang out 24 <laughs> seven. So three, like three people stay awake so, at a time. That's like if, all you could have done. So what the characters in Black Christmas 20, 2006 <laughs> should have done, just sit in the living room and chill. And then you have a, and then go for the car. <laughs> <laughs> so they make some discoveries uh, along the way after they they fight off the, the thing in the dog cage. They find someone's like trousers that have been thrown in the trash. And of course, they can't read sauce. They can't read the name. Obviously, of course, it'd be too easy. And then they find I don't I don't even know who it is. <laughs> I want to say I'm gonna say Bill Burr because he gets pretty kind of looks like. Sure, this is Bill <laughs> Burr. He looks pretty creepy though with his hands, and he does that scream. Yeah, I feel like that's iconic. And then even be- we don't know who you are, but you're creepy here. And then even before they they find the thing itself, there's that bloody rag and just the the bright red blood everywhere. Oh. Looks great. And of course, why wouldn't you have a flamethrower on hand? Which I think is also great. I mean, we all need a flamethrower. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about the one dog that got shot. That poor dog. That poor I, boy. I was happy, though, because, like, he just put him out of its misery. You know what I mean? I like he didn't ha- really hesitate. Poor it, dog, though. His, uh, the Kurt felt pretty bad for the dog, though. Which I also felt bad for the dog. But then there's the one that is, like, Still okay. They're like working on, but then he ultimately. He, one of the dogs runs away, right? One, I think. Whatever happened co- to that dog? I don't know. He could have gotten thinged. He could have been thinged, but I think it takes a little longer for you to get thinged, because they said you need to be isolated for a certain. They didn't. They don't say how much time, but. Yeah, but. I don't know. The I don't ending. Know. We'll get to the ending, but. I don't know the thinging process. I guess that's the thing. Ah, see what I did there? <laughs> oh, He'll be here all week. And then is this when um, Wilford Brimley, diabetes guy, he, like, goes off the hinges, right? He starts, well, he, like, 
take some parts out of the plane, right? And he's like smashing all these all this equipment. But you know, why why does he get in trouble for this? Kurt Russell is breaking chess master mate thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um <laughs> Which well, for some reason he decides to take out their chopper. No, he he was making points here, I think. He maybe could have went about it better, more subtly. He doesn't want this thing to get out. I right? don't that yeah, that's part of his goal too, but he's he's also thing. I I don't know if he's oh, thing now. He I don't know if he's thing now, but he Why eventually would the gets thing. Do this? Because the thing doesn't want people to know about it. And right the doctor well, maybe he's not thing here because he's I would think the thing would want to get out. The thing would want to get out. But I don't know how the thing would get out. Well, the thing plans to get out using the the spacecraft that it builds later on. And it uses parts from the helicopter in that spacecraft. So it was going to fly out of this planet? I think that's what its initial plan was, to get out of here completely. I would think that it would want to, like, infect Earth. It could I think have been, that would have been a better storyline, John. It, it, <laughs> it could infect Earth if part of it got out, too. If, like, if it infected someone and that... And it left its thing here and then went someplace else because the Blair does a calculation, which makes see, I'm not sure if he's infected here because Blair does a calculation. This is the most confusing movie we've ever covered. It's it's hard to like know when and where people get infected. So like Blair which is on purpose too, though. Yeah. I think. Well, he does the calculation that figures out that it'll take like so many days for the thing to infect the entire earth. And, oh, yeah, I like that when that message came up. It's very ominous. And that's when he that's when he kind of goes off the deep end here where it's like, shit, I you, I can't let this thing get out. But I like how they took the table and just kind of bull rushed him with it. That was pretty genius. Poor diabetes man. And what's all this? Somebody's, somebody got rid of all the blood, right, they were going to test with. And then it's a whole thing, like who had the key and this and that. Which I don't even know why they would have everyone's blood just chilling there. That's a little weird, too. Maybe if something happened to them, like an accident, and they needed yeah, replacement. Like they can get, like, a hospital help right away, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah, so it's between, like, two people. It's, like, the leader or, like, the doctor. The current leader or the doctor had access to the blood. And only the doctor, the, the, the leader has the key and gives it to the doctor to access the blood. I believe that is like the the issue now because they're trying to think of who had the key last, who had access to the blood last, and one of the, they think one of those two might be infected. And then which the at one point the leader finally is like, you know what? Like I guess someone could have swiped it off me. Like I don't know. Don't they find Kurt Russell's clothes too? Eventually. Yeah, they they think so. They that it's him. Yes. Even though we're like he's our lead. Like calm down. <laughs> Which would have been a, a good twist. It was him all along. I mean, it, it could have. We just don't know, right? Oh, that's how you and take the ending? We'll get into that <laughs> when we get there, but yes. <laughs> it is really funny to me when they go back to Diabetes Man in his little hut, and he's got a noose. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a noose, but then he's like, oh, I'm, I'm all better. I'd like to go back inside now, please. He's so calm and like nice. He's like, no, I'm good. Let me back in, please. I was like, nah. They're like, no. Oh, yeah. Then when Kurt Russell shuts the little window thing on him, it makes me laugh, too. <laughs> as, he, as he's still pleading with him, let me out. Oh, and this is when I think. Oh, no. When So when they first lock him up, they tell him that I, th- I think it might be the dog handler. 
he thinks Kurt's. In, I think its name's Kurt. I think that might be it, guy. From oh, Ant, from okay. The miniseries. Yeah, they think he Blair thinks Kurt's infected because when they're initially working on the dogs after the thing attacks everyone, Blair's like kind of nervous about it. So then this part really like I don't know. I feel like Kurt Russell put a little too much faith in Childs here. No, not was it Childs? Who did he go up to the his own? with it wasn't child's you're asking me you know how <laughs> you know how i am with these characters he went up i can't remember who he, but he goes up he goes up with just him and another person because he says like oh by the way like my light was off when i left and it's now on oh yeah, yeah so yeah. so like just two of them go so if one of them was infected they would have both they would have one of them would have been toast so the other guy ends up running cuts the tow line and kind of leaves Kurt Russell to essentially die out there thinking he's this is infected. Why he's all pissed off with his like um, dynamite. Yes. We don't see enough dynamite nowadays in movies. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was actually kind of thinking about that too. I was like, I can't remember the last time there's something like, like just a thing of dynamite, just a brick. Bring back dynamite to movies, you cowards. So you, you notice that when they said the tow line, they show it later on how they're using it to get to and from places. No, I totally missed that. Yeah. So it's just like basically, um, I don't really know how to just imagine like a rope connecting two places. So they'll hook onto that and use that to go between two places. So they kind of don't lose their way. Okay. So the one guy traveling in front of him cut that. So he'd get lost. Hopefully. Do we even see that? We don't, it was just explained. Was, he told us the guy coming back. We didn't first told explain us. enough for me. You wanted I, more explanation. I, I wanted them to dumb it down. Wow. <laughs> we really flipped roles here. <laughs> so, yeah. So now Kurt's pissed. Do we want to talk about this iconic scene, though, with the defibrillators? Ooh. So good. Like, what a good scare. Like, because you don't see that coming. No. You just think, like, this guy's had a heart attack or something. Like, because you It goes from zero to 60 real quick. That's the thing. This movie just goes in waves. Like, you get, you have, you, you have, you get to your climax and you just step down a little bit then you get to another climax and you come down a little bit Ooh, climax our next film um How about that <laughs> but these effects are so fucking good when his head comes off like even like fake heads look so bad usually like mm-hmm. and this one's moving around and even though it's green it still looks it looks like like muscle and oh, tissue yeah. and like it looks real the level of detail mm-hmm. and also iconic when the head turns into a spider so freaky and then i think it's the doc yeah the doctor has his arms bit right off yeah he's he's a goner <laughs> so you're not necessarily thinged if you get killed by it right it's only if it wants to imitate you i would think so he's like i i don't want to be armless yeah i, I don't need this doctor <laughs> it's pretty funny though the shot where the thing's crawling behind them like a spider <laughs> yeah yeah they turn around they're like what the fuck i thought that it was actually gonna get away i'm like no way these people left this thing just crawl away no way they didn't see this i would have been so disappointed but they then they end up torching it which was great i felt kind of bad for it oh you wanted it as a pet justice for the spider creature <laughs> for head for head spider thing head spider. so now this seems like some bullshit blood test but oh, this is like the most iconic scene in the movie. But like, I, I love it. It's it's like it, it has. I feel like no scientific merit to it, it whatsoever. This but is at the what same, they thought in that 1982. 80s. But at the same time, like, OK, that kind of like it kind of makes suspense. sense. Yeah. Do you do you recall a film we covered that homage this 
big time. The blood scene? You know, no, what was it? Elijah Wood, our boy. The faculty with the pen. Remember oh. when they're sniffing the pen, it's like, who's the alien? Yeah. That's a direct homage to the scene. Okay. What Have you seen the original thing? I, I have a memory of watching it as a kid, but I have not seen it since then. I'm wondering just how much of, like, I don't think they would have had something like this in the 50s. That's That seems pretty aggressive. No, probably not. Like, I guess it's supposed to be a, a pretty good movie, but obviously... Mm. It doesn't go hard into gore and stuff right. like this movie does. So they, Kurt Russell comes up with the idea that, like, I, I'm, I'm, he says a man's blood. A man's blood is like it's just it'll just stay there. It's not going to react. It's not going to do anything. But he believes that this thing's blood will react if it has like a painful stimulus added to it, because its main objective is to survive. So he ends up taking wire heating it up and sticking it in the little like specimens of blood yeah thing the little, little agar plate of blood or whatever but they like the one in. guy's talking shit and he's like i think it's you we're gonna do you last and of course as soon as he says that he's doing this other guys i don't know his name um and then we get a great jump scare where the thing in the the specimen container like jumps up iconic and then of course he starts thinging out revealing himself Mm -hmm. it's the only thing okay i will say this like not to hate on this movie which a lot of people consider perfect Mm -hmm. i do kind of wish i cared about some of the characters more that maybe like you know if this guy started like freaking out and thinging out i'd be like oh my god you know what i mean it's like oh it's i mean it's a great scene i'm just Mm -hmm. like i don't really care that it's him you know what i mean yeah no i totally get that and like we had earlier too we we just like kind of missed a character death because we don't see much. It's Kurt, the uh, the dog handler, because he gets a little too antsy. He's gonna like he's got a knife and he's about to go for Kurt yeah, Russell. How did he die? Kurt Russell shoots him in the head. I completely forgot about <laughs> that. Um, but this scene reminded me a lot of the Blob when the girl in the car with um, date rape Frankie. Or whatever oh, her name is. Like, yeah. He's got like the bar in his trunk. Like when she starts blobbing out, it looks just like that to me. It looks so good. And they kill this other guy. I don't know. I call him like the hipster. He's got like the hair with like the glasses. Windows. Windows. I think that's his name. Why is his name Windows? I think think it's Windows. I don't know. There's so many. We're going to call him Windows. So they they test the doctor and they test Kurt. Mm -hmm. And both are negative. Of course, our boy Kurt's negative. So when like that also makes me think that Blair was positive maybe from the beginning because he tells them, Which one's watch Blair? out for Kurt. Diabetes, man. I think you think the, the one in the hut? Yes. So, okay. So you think, because we find out he's infected when? At the end, essentially. At the very end? Yeah. Oh, is he the one? He, he does the finger thing through yeah. the face. Could the thing have gotten in there, like off screen? Probably not. We're gonna say maybe it happened when we. They're so right now they're they're like there's three of them there's four of them left, and they're all not thinged, that are right. not in the hut. Blair's still in the hut, mm-hmm. and they go to test Blair, and then Blair is like nowhere to be found. So I guess at some point, like he's out of his little hut. Yeah, he broke out. Yes, or something broke him out. He's maybe. yes. But we know that these f- the, these four are not thinged. So they end up going back to the hut to test Blair. 
he is nowhere to be found and they find that one of the floorboards is kind of loose and they find his spaceship that he's been building underneath busy this guy's doing work very ambitious building a spaceship i can't build something from ikea you know and this cave (laughs) system that he made too like I find this alien shady. He's like, I want off of this fucking planet, basically, right? Fuck these guys. <laughs> he built this cute little spaceship. So what happens? Like, Childs ends up separating from them, right? For some reason. So <clears throat> it's Kurt Russell, uh, the old leader, and I don't know the other guy's name. The other the guy, the second black guy. Yeah, I have no clue <laughs> what his job is, what his name is. I just know Phelps, I know Phelps something. I just know he's not child. I can't remember what it was. Windows two. Windows two. No. <laughs> so they're all at the hut, and then we see Childs kind of run off from where they left him. So they're kind of like, "What the fuck?" Sus. But, Sus behavior. But then right then and there's, I think the generator blows because they all lose power and they all kind of realize like, "Shit, it's gonna get super fucking cold in a little bit here. We gotta do something." So I think at this point, they kind of realize that they might be on a suicide mission. Their main objection should be to kill this thing mm-hmm. right, and not let it get out there or escape. Mm-hmm. So you just, Don't they say at some point, too, though, that the thing wants to freeze again to be discovered also? They, so that's like a backup plan for the thing if it can't build the ship? That's what they think. So... Kind of like how the Nor- the Norwegians found him, the thing. Our boys. They the thing went and like froze itself. They uncovered it and it was able to uh, like reanimate, come back to life, whatever, and then just wreck havoc. So now I think it's just really cool how they're just blowing everything up, just like the Norwegians did. The Norwegians' camp was totally fried and torched, and now they're doing the same thing to their camp. So it kind of like. Without the prequel. I mean, that's why the Thing prequel is pretty much just this movie. Yeah. Just a lesser version. <laughs> so then they... Re- so I that- want there to be a third camp where the exact same thing <laughs> happens. That could be the sequel. I, I'd, the sequel to this movie. I would I would be game for a sequel, but I would need them to find Kurt. Because Kurt Russell leaves behind some sort of tape that's like, if I don't make it out of this... Oh, like, God. The classy, classic tape. If you're watching this, yeah. I'm, I'm a dad or a thing. Evil Dead Rise had the tape, I think, right? Scream 3, Randy, of course. Got to have the tape. Then well, at least they, be well, they were going to do, uh, right in the 2000s, they were going to do like a TV miniseries, The Thing, okay. where they discovered Childs and Kurt Russell's frozen bodies. And then I don't know, I guess maybe one of them was infected, and then mm-hmm. they got out and stuff happens. So there's ways to do it. Give us a sequel. Have John Carpenter come do the music, at least, like he did for the new Halloweens. Soundtrack would be banging. Although, he didn't do the score for this, which I didn't realize until the credits. Um, (laughs) So, like, they're running around this, like, underground thing, right? This seems very intricate. I feel like that. I don't don't know. It seems much more snowy for, like, an underground thing than it should be. I don't know, for, like, a building. I don't know. Maybe this is how buildings are built in, in, in Antarctica. They just have, like, snow as their base, which is fine, I guess. This movie sucks. It's unrealistic <laughs> and overly complicated and not enough females. So they end up finding that the generator is not only just, like, destroyed. It's just missing in general. I hate it when that happens. 
So then we see our boy Blair finally make an appearance, only to finger thing. I mean, the, you can't just leader. finger somebody's face without asking them. That was super weird. But the fucking the, the, the cheeks you saw all like the, it looks like he's putting on gloves, but with human flesh. It's so it looks so realistic. So creepy. And we get some like I thought I was watching Tremors for a second when the floor oh. the floor was going undone. You mm-hmm. know, chasing Kurt Russell. I kind of wish the ending went off like this part of the ending went off a little harder though. Like, I could have used a little bit more action. Like, a, the, like a shotgun. Yeah, I kind of wish the creature was a little bigger or something. At the creature end. was huge at the I end. I felt like it was bigger earlier in the dog scene. Yeah. At the end of the dog scene, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Like, they kind of shot their load there. <laughs> to put it uh, very classic, classily. They're like, shit, we used $1 million of our budget. Now only half for the last scene. I do think I read that they were out of money. So, maybe that's why. <laughs> But yeah, you have the dog come back in this final creature. You have this like giant lizard head at the top sort of looking thing. You have a yeah, human I mean, head on it too. Great. It still looks great. Oh yeah. But yeah, a little like a little more fighting rather than just blowing up. I, I agree yeah, with that. I guess it's not that kind of movie, but like I could have used just just a couple more minutes of action. Yeah. I do like Kurt Russell being classic Kurt and just being like, yeah, fuck you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some more explosions. And now it looks just like the Norwegian camp. All circles around. Kurt is chilling by the fire. Kind of accepting death at this point. And Childs comes up. So now so now at this point, you think one of them's infected. I'm not saying I necessarily think that. I'm saying that's the theory of like why it ends like this. Mm-hmm. Is that we're not supposed to know. Yeah. Because the characters don't know mm-hmm. either. You know? Or maybe both of them aren't. I think it's just supposed to be ambiguous. And I like that. Um, and I also read some crazy theories, too, that because does it Kurt give him his drink? Yeah. That he put like gasoline in the drink and the fact that Childs drinks it without like flinching or wincing proves that he's the thing or not proves that he is the thing because the thing wouldn't care. Right. I mean, that seems a little out there to me, but sure. Um, does, well, basically, people have a lot of theories yeah. about this ending. Does, when you watched it, you were just like, oh, they both survived. That's I it? think No, I like, oh, they're both going to die. They're both just accepting death. That's how I took it. Right. Or maybe one of them dies and the other one freezes if one of them's the thing. Right. Because it wants to be frozen too mm-hmm. and be discovered again. So. They can leave it open. I like it. I mean, I like thinking that the thing's still out there because, you know, I like my dark endings. Mm-hmm. But I, I do like the ambiguity and how, you know, after all these years, people still talk about what do you think? You know, what do you think? Does Kurt Russell flinch at the, in this last scene when he takes a swig? I need. I don't Childs. know if I, I don't. Childs is the one, I think. Kurt gives Childs the drink. So, but we don't. So you don't know if there's gasoline in there or not then because right. Kurt, we, we don't know. It's just somebody's yeah. theory. <laughs> Because if Kurt drank it and flinched, the child. I don't know if he had if he drank it. Did Kurt drink it? I don't know if he. I don't think he does. I think he just shares it. So, Childs is the thing confirmed. You heard it here <laughs> first. I want to go dance podcast. I think the thing is gone, but I think they're both just dead. They're going. They're going to die. I mean, obviously. it's still a bleak ending. Oh yeah, no which, matter which way you cut it. Right? Which which I still love. And we don't even know the explosion dead. killed it. Really? No, because it ends the, the way it ends with the music too. Like it could still be out there. I and think, like you said earlier, the dogs ran away. Right. Like the thing could have gotten I one of the no one of the dogs. What, 
the thing is going to be thinging at some point. Mm-hmm. Give us that sequel. Blumhouse lose the rights. Somebody else take it. I think I'd always be fine without even a sequel. Just like another. Like maybe. You want a remake? I can go for a remake. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I mean, so just watch the thing 2011. It's pretty <laughs> much is just with Norwegians. The, oh, the the prequel. <laughs> they weren't even Norwegian. Like America, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's not Norwegian. and She didn't have an accent. And, like, Eric Christian Olsen, is that his name? I don't know, the guy from that other team movie, he was in it. I don't think he was playing Norwegian. I don't know. They're just I like, Scar- they're just like Scar Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I can play anything. I could play it. Scarlet can play the thing. Have you? Did you watch the SNL joke swap? What is it? S- Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Did you watch the joke the joke swap with uh, Michael Che and Colin Yost? No. We, we'll, we'll watch it after this. They have some good... Some good jokes. Okay. Go check it out if you guys haven't seen it yet. It's, it's, it's a great oh, time. Oh, that's her husband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he did Shader once on there. It was very funny. Michael Che. Drag well, your wife. They'll, they'll write jokes for each other, so it's probably one of the jokes Michael Che wrote for him. <laughs> but that is John Carpenter's The Thing. Top five for Matt. Easy, that's pretty intense. Easy, easy top five. That was fantastic. Like I said, I do understand why this movie is a classic i think Mm. it's great i think the effects are maybe the best practical effects of all time i mean jurassic park's good too it's up there it's not for 82 pretty damn good right i mean it's better than the shit we get now yeah exactly disgusting cgi just go back to the 2011 one um it's it's not one that like i'm gonna put on every other week you know but when i do watch it i'm like this is a great movie. When I saw that hour 40-something minute runtime, I was like, fuck. You're getting bad, man. <laughs> Even at an hour 40, you're like, this is long. I was like, wow. This, this is TikTok gonna, generation. This, this is going to be this gonna be a while. As long as it's not like two hours and three minutes, like the first Orphan film, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, but yes, that is the thing. But what do we have next week? Something lighter, maybe? Something light and cheery. What do we Sh- have? Straight out of France, mm-hmm. right? I believe. Climax from 2018. Um, this was kind of a downer, not going to lie. Don't spoil your oh, thoughts. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say for now. Yes, we will be covering Climax. It will definitely be an interesting discussion. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Follow us on social media at Horror Stands on Instagram and Twitter. We're also on TikTok at Horror Stands Podcast. If you can give us a follow a review or a five-star rating it really helps us out thank you guys so so much for listening yes like subscribe thank you so much to each and every one of you that tunes in and listens and we'll see you for the next one